Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. Well, very pleasant. Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome in to Life Planning 101 in 2021, Angela. It is here. The moment everybody's been waiting for. The most celebrated New Year's Eve Yes, ever. that is right. Happy New Year from all of us at Kennedy Financial Services. And uh, we're so happy to start off the new year with uh, good advice from a grandpa. So all those thank you notes should be rolling in about right now, right? All those right. things you sent out for Christmas for your grandkids. and not that yeah. right, Terry? Yeah, I'll, you should be getting those. And then yeah. then, <laughs> <laughs> then the kids go to, to college, and what happens to those thank you notes? They disappear. They disappear. That's right. So there was one grandfather that took note of this, and he actually fixed the problem. So I thought I'd start out the new year so it gives you plenty of time to be thinking about this for next Christmas, okay? Right. So this in particular, Grandpa said, you know, okay, I'm going to do something a little different. He was telling his friends about the story, and he said, all of my kids came over, came over to my house to personally thank me. And his friend said, well, what do you think changed their minds and behavior? And he said, I sent them all checks, but I didn't sign one of them. (laughs) (laughs) So so if you still want that personal thank you, there you are, right? Uh, Yes, yes, yes. Um, But with that in mind, that's all the good news I have for today. Uh, (laughs) um, We're going to talk about really a, a really hot and heavy topic. I know last week we talked about... Uh, the congressional bill and uh, the stimulus package. And I do want to make sure that if you miss that, because I know it being kind of in the holidays, that you go back, you can find all of our podcasts archived. You can see do this at several places, kennedy-financial.com. You can go on to katxradio.com, kwbyradio.com. We also have like a written commentary on it. We have a summary of the bill itself. 29-page summary. That's right. How do you remember that? That's a good memory. So, uh, Anyway, um, all of this is available to you and want to make sure that you're on it. But we have a lot more to talk about. And the big thing I want to talk about today is I'm going to start off the year with a, a light note, taxes. Yeah, light note, right? Um, but no, we're really going to talk about the retirement dream and the fact that it might not be the retirement dream if it's crushed by taxes. Right. And when I started writing this and looking at this week's show, I thought I was really thinking about people that are retiring right now, people that have already retired. And then I got to thinking, no, this pretty much applies to everybody. No matter where you're at in your working career, um, if you're starting out, if you're newly retired, if you're about to be retired or you've been retired for a while, the fact is, is that taxes are playing a major role in your retirement. You know, we always say that there's three thieves of your money, and Uncle Sam is one of those. Well, he's getting a bigger and bigger piece of the pie, and we don't see that changing anytime in the future. I was actually reading another article when I was studying for this and and looking up things, and I came across this article about myths about retirement. And one of the myths was is that you're going to spend the same amount of money that you do when you were working because they don't believe that you will. This article didn't. And it gave off reasons such as the fact that you're not going to be, you know, saving for retirement. So you don't have that 
burden. You're not going to have income coming in. So your taxes are going to be lower. Your expenses are actually going to be less. Well, I would debunk all three of those myths just based on, oh, I don't know. We've been doing this since 1989 as a company and I've not seen it yet. Right. Okay. Unless it's forced. Okay, unless it's forced, unless people have put themselves in a pickle and they've been forced to spend less in retirement, pay less in taxes in retirement, and so on and so forth. You know, we used to do seminars through the colleges and we'd always tell people tax deferral was the way to go because through your working years, you're going to be paying more tax. Right. And then when you retire, your income is less. Social Security is not fully taxable, so you should pay less tax, right? Right. Well, that's not necessarily the case. A few years back, we had a friend, client, loved them so dearly, uh, retire, and, and it was kind of a forced retirement for him. He was on the edge of being burned out, I think, to the point that his health was really in crisis. And so he said, I'm going to retire. He says, I don't know that I'm going to be useful to go back to work. They're not going to want me back at work. So this was a major decision for them. And when we looked at everything that they had done, and we only met them a couple years before. You know, that was one of the things that we weren't able to do, have a lot of time to work with them. And they had everything, everything put back in his 401k. His entire retirement put back in his 401k. Well, that may sound like it's okay, but when that money starts coming out, what happens to that money? It's got to be taxed. It's got to be taxed, right? And in addition to that, they had retirement goals. They wanted to move. They wanted to build a house. Where do you think all that money is going to come from? The 401k. You're right. And what do you think is going to happen to that money when it comes out? It's going to be taxed. Yeah, I know it sounds a little redundant, but this is the truth of the fact. And what do you think happens to the tax dollars that you pay out of the 401k? If you have to take money out of your 401k to pay tax dollars, what do you have to do on those dollars? Pay taxes. That's right. It's a double taxation. And if you take out... A lot, like if you wanted to build a house, it could put you at a higher tax bracket than what you were when you were working. Absolutely. And not only that, but it also increases the amount of your Social Security that's taxed. And if you're taking Medicare, guess what? It increases your Medicare premiums. Ouch, right? That's like a triple-edged sword. It is. It is a triple-edged sword. But what are people doing? They're lining themselves up for these massive exploding tax bombs in their retirement. And the truth is, is that they may not be able to retire because of it and you don't believe me if you don't believe me let's just look at some tax economics here okay because people always say well we don't know what taxes are going to be in the future well we don't we don't right but let's look at tax economics we've talked about this on the show before so tax economics states this equation pretty simple tax revenue so the revenue that the government gets from taxes they want to get this this amount, right? Right. So when they calculate that, they have a certain number of taxpayers they know is going to be there, right? Right. And then they figure out the rate that those taxpayers need to pay. To get to the... To get to the tax revenue. So if the number of people goes up, then the tax rate can come down. If the number of people goes down, tax then rate. the tax rate has to go up, Right. So what do you think is happening right now in our country in regards to the number of people in that equation, the number of taxpayers? Well, let's look at some facts from the U.S. Census Bureau. Number one, people are living longer, but not necessarily healthier. So by 2060, life expectancy is expected to increase by six years. Yes, that's how fast our medical technology is increasing so the average life expectancy will be 85.6 years of age at that point pretty impressive 
So that was actually a statistic from 2007. Imagine what it is today. Okay? U.S. So this is U.S. Oh, I'm sorry. Is the statistic? I'm sorry. From February of 2020, but increased from six years is from 2007. Okay. okay. So, and then number two, let's look at the second thing here. Age demographics are changing. So not only do we have an aging population that's not necessarily healthy, and a lot of those people require government assistance because they're either on Medicaid or Medicare, which they're owed, right? Because we were told that we're owed that if we pay into the system for this long. Okay, so number two is the aging demographics. The U.S. Census Bureau has this report. A changing nation, population projections under an alternative in which they look like under three different immigration impacts. Because in reality, are we pumping out enough babies to replace our population in this country? Everybody knows that answer. No, No. we're not. One to two per family is not increasing the population. It's not happening, right? So what do we have to look at? Immigrants. Immigrants are our new taxpayers. So what's this look like? Well, under all three of those scenarios, a low, middle, and a high immigration, they said that the age 65-plus population is projected to surpass the working population of ages 18 to 64. So the people over age 65 will be a bigger number than all the people in the age 18 to 64 by 2045 at the latest. 2029 at the earliest. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. So by 2030, 20% of the U.S. population will be over age 65 in all three scenarios. And the working ages in all three scenarios is declining. So if the number of taxpayers is going down, what happens to the tax rate? Goes up. So your retirement dream, is there a potential tax bomb waiting to explode it? Absolutely. When we come back right here on Life Planning 101, we're going to talk about what you can do and what you need to be looking at to figure out how to retire and how to stay retired successfully. And we're back, Life Playing 101, right here, segment two on this beautiful Monday morning, first Monday of 2021. Angela has all kinds of numbers she's still in at us. Yes, well. yes. The retirement dream 2021 will it be crushed by taxes. Oh, that sounds so depressing, doesn't it? <laughs> we're going to end on a positive note, I promise, because we're going to talk about how you need to plan around this. I mean, this is why I have a job. <laughs> really, I mean, in all reality. So, I mean, imagine that you've worked for 45 years and you've saved all you can. And your dream is to just retire and move close to your children so you can spend time with your grandchildren and watch them be able to grow up. And you're nearing that retirement and you go see your advisor and they run out the numbers and you're thinking, I've done such a great job saving and you can't wait to hear those little words. You can do this. And instead, the words you hear is, it looks like taxes are going to crush your retirement goals. Ouch, right? That's something you never thought of. Right. Well, it's something you need to be thinking of. So consider this a harsh reality that you have to be facing right now. And if you don't choose to face it, it will face you. That's where you're at. So there's a, you know, like we mentioned on before the break, the old rule of thumb was put everything back pre-tax because your taxes will be lower in retirement. And we've debunked that during the first segment of the show, right? Because we talked about the power of tax economics. And as I was putting this together is when Congress was passing a $2.3 trillion bill, you know, that's going to add to our national debt of $27 trillion already. 
So think about that. That's over $220,000 per taxpayer on average. Some would say, let's just pay it. I'll go into debt, clean it up. But then I don't think the government would do any better the second round. (laughs) So I don't think that works either. So, you know, what do you think taxes are going to do? And if you think taxes are going to go up, inevitably, this is not political. doesn't matter which side of the aisle you sit on. There will be ebbs and flows of those tax rates. But overall, do they have to go up? And please keep note that we are in the lowest tax rate environment in modern history. Think right. about that. Think about that. So so the chances of them going down are slim and none. That's right. They really are. So, And I wish I could say this doom and gloom is over. But let's also talk about state and local taxes. Because this is big, too. We forget. We talk federal taxes all the time on the show, right? But right. we don't talk about state and local taxes. So over and over again, when people retire, this is a common thing. I want to move closer to my kids because I want to be able to help them with their kids and, you know, grandkids, spend time with their grandkids. That's a common theme. Most kids live where? In the rural areas or in a city? Cities. Yeah, they live in the cities, right? So Where taxes are higher. That's right. So even in a tax-friendly state like Texas, I was very curious, which, by the way, you can go to some really cool websites I found and look up, like, what are the sales tax rates, which don't, don't vary a whole lot, but what are the uh, city and county tax rates in these different areas? And you can pull all that up ahead of the game. Okay, so let's just look, and this is going to blow your mind. Let's just look at one example here. Let's suppose you move from rural Blanco County, which is outside Austin. It's between Austin and Marble Falls. So I would call that rural, but it's a very nice area. Sure. Right? Okay. And we're going to move from there, and we're going to go over to Fort Bend County, which is now between Austin and Houston. So we're just flipping to the other side of Austin, right? And if you were to buy the same house, if you could even find the same amount of house, because the ones in Fort Bend County are a lot more expensive than they are in, you know, our little uh, Blanco County over here, right? So if you can find the same house, you're going to pay more than double in property taxes for the same house. Wow. 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 Who thinks about that? Okay. I've often um, heard about people, you know, when they move up to the Metroplex, they're astonished how much their property taxes are, especially Tarrant County, uh, Denton County. You know, there's some that are just really, really high. And especially if you're moving from a place like Taylor County out in Abilene. We've had that happen so many times where people move up there. So, and why do you think this affects your tax? Well, let's just say that your normal property taxes is around $3,000 and that doubles to $6,000 every year. Did you put that in your retirement plan? It's $500 a month. That's right. Well, an extra 250 Right. So did you put it in your retirement plan? Did you get that in there? Probably not. Probably not. And let's just say that you, you say, well, that's nothing. You know, well, if it's nothing, that probably means your property taxes are 15000 and they're going to increase to 30000 We have one client up in that area in the Metroplex that actually pays over $40,000 of property taxes a year. So you think that I'm making this stuff up. I am absolutely not. This is a real fact that people need to be considering is not just, and this is what people make the mistake on, is they just work on their budget. And, And I hate to say this, but a lot of advisors do that. They just look at the budget that the client currently has and they take out what they're spending on their savings and what they're paying to Medicare and Social Security. And they say, well, this is, yeah, you can do it. You can retire. But they forget to look at all these tax models, and they forget to look at where is this client going to be moving, what is going to be their tax changes. And by the way, did we even talk about like homeowners association fees or anything like that that's involved no. in a move? Those are huge, right? So it's not just 
the property tax that's the issue. And then now let's go to the out-of-state. All right, we're going to move from Texas to somewhere else. Well, you better keep your shirt on for this one. And you better be doing your homework. Because you need to be thinking about sales tax, number one. We have it. Other states do, too. Some are more expensive than Texas. Income tax. Wait a minute. We I'm retired. I don't have to owe income tax. Doesn't matter. Some states tax you on your investments just like the federal government does. And we don't have it here in Texas, right? State uh, estate tax. You heard me. State estate tax. It's much lower on many, many accounts than it is at the federal level, by the way. And if that's not enough, state inheritance tax. So you inherit something, you pay a tax. Property taxes, we already talked about that. What about excess taxes? What do you like to do? If you drink, do you know some states there's actually a 50% tax on alcohol? Wow. Yeah. A license tax. So all these luxuries that you have may cost more just because they cost more in that area. So you need to look and see what those hobbies are that you're doing, right? So all of these things add up. And don't forget to have that once you finish this assessment, look at the widow's penalty. What do I mean by that? So if you pass away or your spouse pass away and now you file as a, a, a single person, number one, are your taxes going to go up in that state? Number two, did you have an estate tax that you had to pay? Number three, did you lose a step up in basis on part of your assets because you moved from a community property state like Texas to a non-community property state where they don't have a step up in basis on the full amount of the assets? Those are some massive tax hickeys. And if I've confused you, I'm glad because this is what I do for a living, right? So when we come back on Life Planning 101, we're going to give you the good news. How do you fight against these taxes and live the retirement dream? Final segment, Life Planning 101. Angela has the good news for us. Yes, you've been waiting this whole time for it. Isn't that right? The retirement dream, will it be crushed by taxes? What a beautiful way to start out 2021, isn't it? But, you know, there is hope because there is one difference between death and taxes. Death doesn't get worse every time that Congress meets. So (laughs) the good news is there is death at the end of this road. Um, No, I'm just kidding. Totally. Uh, We're going to go back to to talking about what you can be doing about this. And to tell you that, I want to be telling you a story about um, something that we've been working on with a couple. And we'll just call him Bob. So Bob is 62 years old right now. And as most people nearing retirement know this, when you reach the rap old age of 72, you're going to have to start taking money out of your IRA. It's called a required minimum distribution. So due to the size of his IRA at that time, his and his wife's taxes are expected, if the tax code just goes back to what it was, it falls off the cliff that it's supposed to fall off in 2026, okay? Nothing more. His taxes are expected to increase by almost $48,000 in one year. And they're on out. And that's 2026. That's not very far away. He's 62, so he's got 10 years. So, yeah, but it, but that's, yes, yeah. you're right. The tax, the tax the taxes flip. increase would be yeah. happening then. So, yeah, so he's got 10 years to do something about this. Moreover to that, is remember I mentioned, it's not just uh, the increase on his Social Security that attributed to that and also the IRAs, but his Medicare premiums are going to go up by $7,500 a year. 
Yeah, see? Yeah, mind-blowing, isn't it? People don't think about this. So that right there just caused 50, what is that, 55500 dollars a year that is new to his budget just to pay expenses? Nearly $12,000 a month. That's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. So the good news in all this is there is hope. The worst thing that people can do at this point is to think, I don't have anything that I can do. We've been talking for how many years? Well, since 2016, right? That now is the time to be doing your tax planning, right? Sometimes that means paying taxes now so that you aren't paying more taxes later. We run projections all the time with people and we look at them and say, okay, would it be better to be paying the taxes now or kick this can down the road? And we don't ever get a black and white answer. There are times that it's better to kick the can down the road. But nine times out of 10, it's better to be paying the taxes now because, again, we're at the lowest tax rates in modern history. So the good news is you still got a little time to be able to do something about it. Now, we don't know what's going to happen in Georgia in a few days. We don't know if our tax code is going to get changed. But I was recently reading some good economist information. Of course, economists are like the weathermen, so I don't know why I listen to them. Um, but, you know, they were saying that the likelihood of us getting a tax code passed in 2021 is very, very doubtful. So at least we've got 2021 to plan for with these low tax rates, right? right. So what does that mean for you? That means for you need to be looking for opportunity to be able to create more of a tax-free retirement. We have one uh, gentleman that we're working hot and heavy on. That is the goal. If he doesn't create a tax-free retirement, it's going to be much like this gentleman. He's going to have so much in his IRA that he's going to be paying more to Uncle Sam than he's actually using in that money. doesn't even make sense to be doing that. So we're doing everything we can, and we're paying up to 24% taxes on it now. I know that sounds crazy, right? Why would we be doing that? But we're also getting a lot of it out without paying any taxes. And how are we doing that? We're just rearranging things. We're taking advantage of things. You know, for years, everybody said, I want to see Trump's tax returns. And Trump said, you wouldn't understand my tax returns. Remember this whole situation? Yes. Well, this is why we have a job. That's what we do. We help people tax plan. And it's not to sit on one side of the aisle or in the other. It's to be able to keep what is rightfully yours by the tax code. And that's what people don't understand is there's a whole gift of tax code there to be able to utilize. You just got to be able to understand how to utilize it. And we work very closely with someone's accountant and sometimes the tax professional, the attorney, you know, to be able to make sure that these plans work out. Sometimes it doesn't take that. But it's very important to think about what's the cost of not paying taxes now. You heard me. What's right. the cost of not paying taxes now? Because a lot of times there is a big cost in that. Uh, one of the things that is looking to be more and more bipartisan is the loss of a step two in basis. What's that mean? Real estate owners, farmers, ranchers, you've had this land that you inherited and it has a cost basis of $100. You die. Today, your children or spouse would inherit that at full value. That would be the new cost basis. Right. They want to do away with that. They want inheritance to carry over that value. So that would be crazy, right, from a tax perspective. So is it better to pay the taxes and move on today? Sometimes it might be. It might make sense. There's no blanket, vanilla, black, white answers here. So the point is, is that you have a chance to do something. And the key is to do it now, to do it often, no matter what age you are. And Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. 
So are you saving your pennies? Make sure you visit us at kennedy-financial.com for all things Life Planning 101. Thank you, everyone. Happy New Year, and God bless you in this wonderful, great country we live in. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates. Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.